Hello friends, I'm your host Chris Thrill, I'm a former Royal Marines Commando, I've adventured for better and sometimes worse across 80 countries on all 7 continents. Welcome to the Bought the T-Shirt Podcast. Okay, it's like this. For anybody watching after the fact, I'm going to be doing, I think at the moment, weekly um, live coaching sessions. This is primarily for my Patreon team who pay £2 a month to support me in what I do. In return, um, they get a whole range of benefits, including all my books, a chance to meet me at my annual talk, etc., etc. There'll be a link below. But I'm going to be doing these weekly sessions for them. Uh, I'll keep them all anonymous. So if anyone's going to join in, keep your data, obviously, and your information anonymous, which you would do anyway. Oh, pull this down a bit. You would do anyway online. Okay, addiction. Yeah, that's a good start. So addiction's not the worst thing in the world. I think it's quite uh, misunderstood, mate, because we're all used to seeing those American films that make out, you know, if you're if you're addicted, you'll notice I don't use the word addict because that's just a label. I mean, people could have called me addict and probably have done it many times in my life, right? But I'm also like a global traveler, adventurer, best-selling author, um, you know, uh, graduate of youth work, all these things, right? World traveler. So my kind of point is, why don't people call you those names, right? It's also um, the language we use is really important. I say that because could you imagine going up to somebody who's got cancer and going, ah, oh, you're a cancer, right? you'd get your head kicked in yet it's perfectly fine to go up to someone with a mental health condition and go oh you're an addict right so not only out of order but the language we use is really powerful for example i would never use the word clean you know you think of the connotations attached to that word i i i get what it is you know i've been around drugs now for 30 years and i've been a substance misuse specialist I understand the, the lingo, as it were. What people don't realize is how powerful that has an effect on your brain. I would never use the word clean because there's nothing dirty about drugs or addiction. Drugs are just a plant that grows in the dirt or something that's made in a factory, right? And, um, you know, addiction, it's a mental health condition. Like I say, I get where the word clean's from. I know it. it it's... It's banded around the heroin scene a lot. And the bane of my life as a substance misuse specialist was seeing my colleagues use, use this language. You know, it's so strong. The way you speak to yourself will be the person that you are. So if we're using, you know, we're using words like clean, the insinuation is we've been dirty and we haven't. We haven't done anything wrong, you know. Um, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I get that. Um, like I say, in I'm obviously not going to say your surname. So when that's deleted, th this won't won't go any further, right? If you want to give me any any more details, um, yeah. So 
addiction what is it it's a learned psychological condition it's not a disease although you could call it an illness as it as in as far as we refer to stuff as mental health you know this kind of thing as mental health illness but primarily it's a learned psychological condition it's like the rat in the cage that the the keeper puts a you know a food pellet in there and the rat learns that if he pushes a button he gets food pellet or pushes a lever he gets the food pellet so he does that next day pushes the lever gets the food pellet next day pushes the lever gets the food pellet so the rat has learned that if he pushes the lever he gets the food pellet what does the rat do when you take the food pellet away you got it he pushes the lever and he doesn't get the food pellet so how does he try and fix it well he pushes the lever again it's the same with addiction we learn that we get this pleasure from doing this act and it's a pleasure that temporarily calms us it calms our the inner trauma that that i'd say the vast majority of people suffering addiction carry from childhood calms that down it gives us a sense of purpose it may give us self-confidence it might give us drive it may allow us in the early stages to go and be more productive at work it's like this wonder drug that that we we take it one day and we just like the rat in the cage we can't wait to do it again the next day and then we do it again the next day and then we do it again the next day and we get so used to functioning on it that two things happen we become either physiologically dependent or psychologically dependent or both right and then we're hooked and then we have to do the act for these reasons and not just the 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 for the reasons of feeling happy and productive and what and the definition of addiction is we carry that we continue doing that that act whether it's the smoking the injecting whatever it might be at the exclusion of all the other stuff that's important in life and that is the definition of addiction when your life starts falling down around your ears and you still chase this preoccupation that's addiction and when your life falls down around your ears how do you try and fix it you got it like the rat in a cage you push the lever again you know you you do the act the smoking or, or the injecting or the alcohol what whatever your thing is you do that to get over the pain and the trauma and the upset in your life that the addiction is causing and it just perpetuates now it's not a problem but what you really need to do is be honest with yourself and realistic and you have to focus on the negative ordinarily in life as you know we only go forwards we only focus on the positive this is different no no worries in this video will be won't be going anywhere as long as you've got the link um so what happens is you need to reinforce the negative side of addiction because what your brain does when you think of acting out and acting out for people who are unaware of that is is when you think about the action of smoking the drug or drinking the alcohol or it might even be you know sex or gambling whatever and it starts to give you an endorphin rush and then that 
gets you all keen to do this act right and the problem is when we're trying to stay abstinent from this act we we will get that feeling come over us and it talks us in to doing the act so you've been off let's say the booze for three weeks six months a year it doesn't really matter and suddenly you start thinking ah i could have a drink and what does that do it starts rushing the endorphins around i'm using the word endorphins i'm not a scientist obviously but it starts rushing you know these chemicals around you get excited you get all prickly it's getting you into that cycle again isn't it and before long all you're thinking about is the 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 positive side of of the act so if it's alcohol you're thinking of getting tipsy and high and merry and like like maybe um confident with your friends looking forward to going out all this stuff is playing over in your mind whereas what you need to be doing is going stop stop the thoughts there it's not a good act it doesn't make me happy it doesn't make me mr popular with my friends in fact they kind of all think i'm an asshole when i when i'm pissed all the time right uh it doesn't make me creative you know it could be drugs or whatever right doesn't make me creative it doesn't make me thoughtful doesn't make me deep and introspective no what it does is it puts me in a cycle of addiction again and it fucks everything up and my life is so much better without it and then you need to reinforce that further by saying do i want to do this to my family i'm not telling you to feel guilty that's a different thing and you shouldn't feel guilty right you will work through this and you will get there right but you need to reinforce it with thinking hang on my family kind of comes first doesn't it and um what else are we saying uh like do i want to set this example to my kids like they always see me with a beer in my hand and because what happens to children of people that are addicted they become addicted don't they the cycle perpetuates you need to remind yourself that you need to save money you can't be spending all all your money on alcohol or drugs you need to remind yourself how nice it is to get up in the morning without a hangover and this is what you do and you never stop doing it this is a lifetime thing i still do it i do it every day i've been doing it today you know i still think ah oh, i think i'll have a you know no, i don't say i think i'll have a drink i say hmm what would it be like to have a drink and I, but I know, no, stop, Chris, stop, stop that thought. Fucking, you don't go any further. Don't go down that alleyway. Turn around, walk out. Stop the thought. Don't get those endorphins fired. Stop. Remind yourself what it's like to be fit. Remind yourself what it's like to be healthy. Remind yourself what it's like to eat really good food. All the things you do when you're sober, right? Or you're straight, or you're not gambling all your money, all those benefits. Now, what we do need to talk about is lapse and relapse. Can I just say, folks, by the way, I didn't apologize for this uh, stream being late. We had a bit of an incident. A certain person, say a small person, fell backwards into, a, into the empty bath and, um, yeah, caused a bit of upset. So, yeah, we need to talk about lapse and relapse. What's the difference? A lapse is when you go back on a behavior temporarily, like you go down a pub with your mates, have a few, wake up, hang over, go, ah, why did I do that again? Stop it. 
and then you go on with your life right relapse is where you go right back into the cycle and what is the cycle well first of all and you can see my video um i think it's called like how to break bad habits or how to change it's that it's down there somewhere it's the one with the chain link on that and the chains are breaking so the cycle of change is pre-contemplation that's when you don't think you have a problem that is your typical um addicted person isn't it oh i've got a problem you know i just drink 10 pints in the night time i mean i don't drink before work right this this kind of almost like pathetic justification and an addiction is but you know the excuses you hear from someone who's addicted are pathetic right so pre pre-contemplation and this doesn't just apply to addiction this applies to change making change so you can apply this to anything in your life but the pre-contemplation is well, i've got a problem i don't need to change contemplation is your uh, actually my life's getting a bit shit i'm spending all my money my clothes are old um i'm losing my relationship with people i've been sacked from another job my house is a shithole you know this is when you start to contemplate then you have action taking action you know i'm big on taking action right taking action is when you do something to change your life in this case to stop your addiction right to stop that behavior and you will maintain the action for a period might be you know i'm guessing some cases it's like a minute in other cases it, it's it's a lot longer um but let's just say it's a week you can go without weed you can go without gear you go without your alcohol whatever it is you're feeling really great about yourself everything's brilliant your life starts moving across the page so the shit life that you've had and your dream life here you start moving towards your dream life right but what happens is you have a stressful event you have a happy event you have a challenging event you have a boring event something occurs and your instant reaction like the rat in the cage is ah i'll do the behavior i'll drink the drink i'll smoke the smoke i'll have sex with someone i'll gamble because what happens that takes my pain away i don't have to think right this is how when we're in addiction we try to deal with problems now what that does is it kicks off all the endorphins it fires up your brain again and bang if you're not careful you've lapsed maybe it's just a lapse quite often in the early days it's a complete relapse before you know it you're back at the pre-contemplative stage going oh i've got a problem but here's the thing the cycle is so brilliant because you can never go backwards this is why all of us having this chat here today anyone that watches this video pat yourselves on the back take some credit you wouldn't be watching this if you didn't want to make serious changes in your life and you're making them by virtue of watching this you're taking action right well done because what happens is is you never truly can go back can you because you've always got that niggle in your head that says do you know what i said i wasn't going to do this again and look i'm freaking doing it so what do you do you take action okay you take the action and you stop again and what happens is when your life starts sliding back into the shitty era you bang you go forward again 
you get nice clothes, you get more friends in your life, you get that holiday that you've been missing. You don't stink of nicotine or alcohol, whatever it is. And all these things reinforce the positivity of the um, of the change, right? I'll come to you in, don't worry. These reinforce the positives that you get out of change. So you keep it going. And then in a nutshell, and I'm gonna stop there or I'll, I'll blow too much over people that this is new for. In a nutshell, you get to the situation where I am in my life, where your life becomes so good it becomes so much easier than living that addicted life that you don't want to slip back. So you really cement things in your mind and you go forwards. Doesn't mean you don't slip up, you know, on occasions we've all been there. Um, but yeah, that's the basis of the cycle of a change. That's how to get over addiction. You've got to remind yourself the things I'm always saying, you get one life. Do you want to be a slave? to the drug dealers in Turkey and London and, and, you know, these guys, they don't care about you. It's like, do you want to be their bitch? Because that's how simple it is. You know, if you don't make the change, you're someone else's bitch your whole life and then you fucking die and you never had your own life. And that is reason enough to, to not let these alcohol companies run you, to not let these cigarette companies rule you, to not let the drug dealers rule you, you know? Fuck them. Think about you. Okay. So Ian says, I broke my back, neck, skull, collarbone, ribs, and punctured my lung. That doesn't sound good, mate, does it? And uh, can you tell us any more? Is that what got you on onto opiates? Or was it something completely different? Is that something that's keeping you there? Because again, we don't live in the past. We don't dwell in the past. If you live in the past, you're feeding the dog. Do you know what I mean by that? The dog, the depression, the negative thoughts, the anxiety. Part of my the book that I'm going to write when I've written my 99 miles running book is my 31 rules for life or my 31 psychologies. And one of them is don't feed the dog. There's enough things to get, uh, you know, there's enough things to get het up about in this world without giving yourself depression, right? You never look back. What's happened is um, it doesn't it doesn't matter. You don't feel sorry for yourself. Stuff happens. It's shit. We move on. We leave it in the past, right? Uh, in the mid twenties, a heroin started. Yeah, it's um the problem with addictions like this is it's when you can live your life and keep them going. You know the great thing of say about a crystal meth addiction. That's good to hear. In you replaced it with mountain biking. The thing about crystal meth and crack and these kind of things is they have such a decimating effect on your life. They smash you down on the floor and you just can't live down on the floor. Right. So, right, guys, I'm going to stop this here for the first um, life. Uh, what am I saying? Life coaching session. Uh, the link for people watching this after after the fact will be below. Um, I will delete the thread. So sign up for the Patreon. Anyone watching this, like I say, after the fact, if you want free live coaching, you can put your questions there in the feed and I will answer them. Hey, no worries, Ian. I love you, mate. Remember, you're the best. There's us and there's wankers and that is it. And you're one of, you know, I mean that jokingly, but you know what I mean. 
so next time when we got more people asking more questions obviously I'll, I'll talk a bit longer that's it folks lots of love remember one life smash it friends thank you for listening to the bought the t-shirt podcast please like subscribe and share and don't forget to follow me on social media username chris thrall instagram chris dot thrall Thank you.